This podcast is a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to find out more. This episode of Harry Potter and the Boys is brought to you by Radio Mike on Patreon and the 20th Century Boy podcast. Head to patreon.com slash radio Mike and for as little as a dollar a month, get a bonus podcast every week. And search 20th Century Boy on your favorite podcast app to hear more from me every week. 50 years after the final Harry Potter book, Harry Potter is now headmaster of Hogwarts, ready to usher in a brand new generation of witches and wizards. My name's Radio Mike, and I love Harry Potter. In fact, I love Harry Potter so much that when I was a kid, I wrote a series of seven Harry Potter fan fiction novels. This is book two in that series. Welcome to Harry Potter and the Team Wizard Tournament. more as everyone welcome to harry potter and the boys a fan fiction podcast by me radio mike this is book two harry potter and the team wizard tournament and joining me for the second time on this podcast it's mikey d how are you mike great great to be here i've got one gripe to pick with you yeah the last time i was on your podcast i was on the big 20th century boy. Yes, that's right. I walked in applauding myself and you said to me that you'd edit in an applause track. Oh. You never edited in the applause track. I know. Well, I didn't know. I know now. Now I know. (laughs) It fell short, Mike. That's all I'm saying is the intro. I'm editing an applause track onto this one. Thank you so much. There will be an applause track in post. Remind me, but there will be one. Well, now I'll repeat. It's great to be here, Mike. Yeah, it's great to have you back on the show. Here's the applause track. Wow, you guys are going crazy for Mikey (laughs) D. Um, Look, of course, this is a Harry Potter pod and we will get on to the fanfic, but I do want to, I wanted to get you on this week because I think you've done it. And when I say done it, I think you've done one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life, which is you went on the TV show. There's a lot of international listeners to this show, but all of you will f- be familiar with the game show Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Of course, we have an Australian version here. It's currently like the Millionaire Hot Seat Edition. You went on that show, which is hosted by a guy called Eddie Maguire, great dude, um, TV host. And you just trolled the entire show. It's gone to air. It's amazing. Can you talk about it? I can. I'll try and be couth with my word selection. I'm a couple of Baileys deep, which now in hindsight is a terrible decision. Yeah. <laughs> Especially about a, a potentially sensitive subject. Because I'd love to have a job one day in commercial media. Mm. So mm. let's not burn bridges. No bridges. But... Well, there, was, are, there are bridges, but they're not an, a light. Yes, they're bridges yes. over water. The water is not troubled. It's just bridges. Sounds <laughs> sounds safe to Delightful. me. I'm happy to go ahead with this. Yeah. So I was asked to apply because they wanted some younger people. And, oh, who, and who asked you? I work for the Reach Foundation, and they said, "Hey, we want some younger people to jump on board." Ah. And I said, "Okay, I'll apply." And this is like ages ago when in the lockdowns. Oh, okay, yeah. So I go on to this Zoom meeting. It was very cringe, very boring. Yeah. And I pitched this story. And I've been chasing this story arc for years. 
So I met Eddie Maguire when I was, I think I've told yes, you this Yes, you once. told it. I think you told it on this podcast right. when you came on. But tell us again because I can't remember. So I met Eddie Maguire when I was about 10 to 11 years old. My parents got me a Collingwood locker room pass as a gift mm. along with the Guernsey and I got to meet the players. Eddie Maguire is the president, was the president of the Collingwood Football Club and here that's in that's a thing to bold and italicize. <laughs> what, was? Yeah, <laughs> okay. that'll come back. So... <laughs> Firstly, I'm not even a Collingwood supporter. It's a very weird present for my parents to give me. <laughs> Who do you support? Essendon, but oh, not me really. Too. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> ever since yeah. the drug saga, I've just jumped ship. I'm just swimming in the ocean waiting for a team to pick me up. Yeah, yeah. So I go into the locker rooms and my friend Callum Brown, who's now a Collingwood player, mm. was there with his dad, Gavin. Um, funnily enough, Callum was in my dream last night and we were <laughs> all vampires. <laughs> so... A little tidbit for you. It's Mikey's got his own fan fiction. <laughs> Callum, if you're listening, it is as weird as it sounds. So I see Callum. Callum brings me into the actual locker room. So when you get the pass, you actually stand behind bars. Yeah. You're like a monkey's in a, in a, in a, in a zoo. zoo. Yeah. So we go in and we're kicking a football around and having the best time of our life. Collingwood had just won by maybe three points against St. Kilda at the time, or Richmond. Grand final or just no, a just game? like mid-season just a, yeah, game. Okay. They should have stomped them so doing so well. Yeah. So all of a sudden everyone goes silent, but Callum and I are still kicking a footy with his cousin. <laughs> and you're just kids. You're te- Absolutely yeah, kids. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Can't drive, can't vote, definitely can't drink. <laughs> and suddenly you hear the stomp, stomp, stomp of a man that has a lot of money in his pockets. Oh. And out comes Eddie Maguire. Yeah. And he looks at us and just lays into us about making noise and tells us to be quiet. Really? In a polite way to children, but it was still like, it's a bit aggressive there, champ. Oh, okay. Well, okay. <laughs> yes. He told us to shut up. Um, and my mind was just, oh my God, that was Eddie Maguire. But then as <laughs> You're he like, is, this is the best day of my life. Literally. <laughs> And then as the years have gone on, that narrative has slowly shifted into Eddie Maguire did me dirty as a young man. I'm going to get my vengeance. So when I was with you years ago doing radio, Triple yeah, M, yeah. and I pitched this story and I did this story with, I think, Manda Catalano from yep, memory. Mandy, friend of the show. <laughs> I, I think I saw her the other week. a friend of the show. <laughs> I saw her the other week. She was cool. Eddie Maguire, we worked with him once. Yeah. Friend of the show. <laughs> friend of the show. So it's all love here, Eddie. Not though, this isn't love, this is war here. So Mandy and I pitched this, I think it was Mandy, we pitched this segment, we did this segment on air about how Eddie yelled at me and I wanted to do the full circle and get a second chance at a first impression. That was the whole (laughs) shtick, right? So we pitched it to the program director and the program director from Perth comes back and says, mate, this is great content. Pitch it to the the program director of Triple M Melbourne. Mm. And then so I go through the, the networks you have to go through as a young grunt to get that segment approved and hopefully get Eddie on the show. Mm. And it very quickly comes back with, not only are we not going to pitch this to Eddie, but you should never do this segment again. (laughs) Never mention it again. They got out a little device that flashed and then I couldn't remember it anymore, like in Men in Black. (laughs) Then I went on stage and I slapped a man in the face for making fun of my wife. By the way, guys, we will get to the fanfic, but this is a great story. Yeah, so so sorry. I'll speed through this because there's so much to go through still. So... That gets just stopped in its tracks. Eddie yeah. Maguire is not coming on the show. I'm not getting my second chance at a first impression. Yeah. And then I get offered this hot seat audition and I pitch the story again because I think this is my time. I want Eddie Maguire to apologize to me live on air. This is before Eddie gets, uh, well, Eddie 
resigns like, from head of Collingwood, president yeah, of Collingwood. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then COVID happens, and then months go by until I finally get the call up to go on hot seat. And at this stage, Eddie had now been let go, or he'd stepped yeah, yeah, back, yeah. right? Yeah. And so now I get to the the studios on the day. I didn't know much about what was going to happen, but I knew I wanted to make a big impression. So I wore this suit that I found at an op shop, thinking I'd look like an idiot. Ended up getting more compliments than I've ever received in my life. And you were wearing runners with the suit. Yeah, I was. (laughs) (laughs) So go in and I knew I just wanted to make this an experience for myself because I know a lot of people that go on the show they're all very timid and it's the Eddie show because it's Eddie's show, mm, mm. but it's just a bunch of everyday people. And I was like, no, I want to make sure that this is a standout moment for me in my life and I can make content out of this. Yeah. So I wear what I wear. I go on and just before I kind of go to air, they say, now you can't talk about the Eddie yelling the incident. bit <laughs> because Eddie now can't really talk about football much, which makes a lot of sense because mm. of the whole Collingwood thing. So yeah. footy's now off the table, but that was like the main reason I was there. I didn't mm. really care about the money and I was actually more bummed about it than anything. <laughs> so I go on, I had to tell this story about how I met your boss's Hamish and Andy and I dropped yes. the chess set on them. Which is how we met because yeah. I was working for Hamish and Andy and I yeah. organised that interview for you to yeah. do with Hamish and Andy and you dropped the chess set. Yeah. I never go well with these <laughs> interviews. And so I was pretty bummed to tell that story because I was like, I don't actually want to tell this story. Mm. Alas, I had to tell that story on air. But the whole time through, I just thought, while I was on air with Millionaire Hot Seat, if I can just make the biggest dick of myself as possible, while still being endearing and being myself, yeah, this will definitely get more viewership and be good for the compilation <laughs> later on. So that's exactly <laughs> what I did. Yeah. And I just didn't... A lot of things were unplanned. Like, you were talking before about how I got an answer wrong as I was dancing <laughs> to a jewelry. Yeah, please. It. So, you know, it's the hot seat and it's like, oh, this is an audio question like everyone has to answer. This is an audio question. What's who's the singer of this song? And like they play the song, and you just see Mikey D literally just like dancing, <laughs> like getting so into it. Which is what I'd normally do, by the way. I'm not putting anything on. I would dance to a song if I enjoyed the song. It's anyway, so funny, and all of this is available on Mikey's Insta. Is it Mikey D Graham? Mikey D Graham. Yeah, yeah. Please go on it because it is. The funniest thing I've ever seen. And then when Eddie comes in, you stand up and applaud. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that bit, I was telling you a bit about it before, but I we had to do a rehearsal for how we're going to be when Eddie comes in. Okay. Which I thought was... (laughs) Just in case. So funny. Yeah. So in case people forget to applaud. So I, in that rehearsal, stood up because I'm like, I'm going to give this man a standing O. Yeah. Deserves it. He's been doing this for 10 years and is somehow still going. (laughs) So I gave the standing O to the fake producer that comes in. And she started pissing herself laughing. And then everyone else started pissing themselves laughing. And they all looking at each other saying, can we do this? Can he do this? And then you were just like doing whatever you wanted. (laughs) When they, you you keep going, you keep going. Yeah. So I I did the standing O when Eddie walked in and he was just shocked. Yeah. Absolutely shocked. I actually don't remember him saying to me, I'll throw a fish at you. Yeah. He says, I'll throw a fish at you. Do do you, were you nervous to, to do it though? No. Okay. And then the other thing is when they introduce everyone, it's like, oh, it's Dave from Sydney. He's a mechanic and he once went to Japan 
and slept in a capsule or something like they do a fun fact and yeah. yours is like when he's saying yours oh it's Mikey D from Melbourne he's a content creator and then you look at the camera <laughs> and you like have, you like wink at the camera and like it's ri- there's a clip of it on your Instagram it's so funny <laughs> it's, like, it's like but it's like did they ask you to redo it or were no. they just- <laughs> You can just hear the laughter in the background there from the directors thinking this kid is such a dickhead. <laughs> you just wink at the camera and like look really chuffed at the yeah. end. <laughs> chuffed was exactly what I was going yeah. for. <laughs> real just I, lip over the over the top lip, just yeah. really happy. I yeah. encourage everyone, Mikey D Graham, all the reels are there. And then you end up we can say you you win a thousand dollars. Absolute bullshit. <laughs> I got almost. I came last in mm. the f- fastest finger at the start. I got yeah. almost every question wrong. Yeah. So that was already a bad start. But I fluked my way to the end. There yeah. was no reason why I should have won that money. But you got a th- So did they give you the thousand? You've I got. Still the- haven't had it transferred to my bank account oh, yet as wow. of today. There you go. I know. Well, it is That's awesome. Hollywood. I really wanted to talk about it. Is there any other funny things you'd want to tell before we get into the double F? There yeah, was fanfic, fan, of course. It, we, oh, I think no. last time you we were on, did. we were shortening everything. RM, we definitely were, and that's uh, that's me saying that. MD. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember when you came on the show last? Anything about the chapter that you read? Because I don't. I don't know if you remember. Uh, I know you came dressed as Harry Potter, which was great. I remember that. That was one of the peaks, and I remember definitely the abbreviations, which are still stuck into our friendship today. Yeah, abbreviating everything to the point of confusion. Yeah, <laughs> or aing everything to the point of C, as we would say. And it's begun. <laughs> okay, and it's well, begun. Well, we don't. We'll go back and listen to Mikey D's episode from season one of the pod. We're now we're on book two now, Mikey. The mm. Team Wizard tournament, oh, and we boy. are learning more and more about the Team Wizard tournament, which the eponymous boys are competing in. Eponymous. Uh, is that a, is that the right word? I don't know what that... I've never heard it. <laughs> I don't like know the, if it's the right word. I've never like, heard that word. Well, the boy. Okay, just forget I said eponymous. The boys are competing in. It's a great word choice, by the way, even if it's not correct. Thanks. The tr- It's like the Triwizard to- Tournament, obviously. Is it but really? The, the Team Wizard <laughs> Tournament's like the Triwizard <laughs> Tournament. But okay. they're, they're in teams. Task one is coming up and the boys are very scared because Mr. Charger, the evil teacher, has obviously created the Team Wizard tournament specifically to kill the boys. That's where we pick up Okay. in chapter 13. And I will get you, as always, to start the chapter by reading the title. Um, <clears throat> so, Mikey D, whenever you're ready, take it away. Chapter 13. Dinguts School of Hocus Pokery. Is that... Am I pronouncing Dinguts right? I don't know. It's Dinguts. Dinguts School of Hocus Pokery, which implies that this is similar to Durmstrang and Bobaton. This does sound like another school of magic Just from sounds like else. the offbeat kids that didn't make Hogwarts, <laughs> though. That's what it is, sounds was like. Was there, like, a local school in your area that all, like, the kids that got expelled from your school went to? Yeah, I was going to that school for a period of time. What was yeah. it? It was Doncaster Secondary College. Uh, oh, for then us, it was Marcelin or De La Salle. Marcelin was the one that people got expelled from. That was, I didn't even make it to Marcelin. <laughs> I applied for Marcelin and they rejected me. That sucks, man. That was a private school. The off- I don't even want to know about it. Anyway. Start well, us off. Oh, no, you start. You I read. Start I don't off. read. You read. Then we comment. Is that right? Yeah. It's been a long time. <laughs> Start us off. Dinguts, chapter 13. Dinguts School of Hocus Pokery, which we assume is magic, but we don't we do. know. <laughs> we do. Now, last time I got caught up in a whirlwind of 
accentary. That's not mm. a word. I just want to clarify. You did accents for characters. I, I understood did. what you meant. Thank you. <laughs> the listeners of the show are like, when does the fanfic start? Right now, right now. Here it is. Three, two, <laughs> two, one. Two, the boy. Oh, sorry. Shh. Well, and now we're going to start again. Yeah. Three. three sh- you go. One. Oh, no. Two. Three. Two. One. What? Gosh. Now. <laughs> I think, let's go. Okay. Yeah, I think so. For, now. <laughs> yeah, now. For now. Starting now. Now. The boys were beginning to get worried about the first task, which was coming up at some point in the timeline at the book that was probably too close to the day it was announced. So let's just say it got pushed back a week. <laughs> okay. Just by cool. the way, I know that this isn't written by you now. Yeah. Because the lack of commas yeah. and... <laughs> It's just, it's just free, free freestyle writing. It is freestyle writing. Stream of consciousness. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I've read texts by you that are more eloquent than this. Mm, text messages. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I actually use grammar in my you text You are fantastic. Messages. Yeah, yeah. This is a compliment to you. Thank you. My Unless I am style. insulting you and you are absolutely no. pulling the wool over everyone's eyes and this is written by you now as no. a 20-something-year-old man. 13-year-old. Fantastic. Crazy. Insane, you could say. <laughs> Rob was doing a poo in the boys' toilets. Oh. It was a big and stinky one. Oh, no. Now, why would we need to know that? I like that because I feel like <laughs> a lot of the time books and television yeah. glance over it. It's like in Friends, yeah, the TV show, yeah, you, yeah. you know they're pooing, yeah. but we never see it or hear about it. Well, they come out of the bathroom, yeah, never see them in it. Was it a wee or a poo? We don't know. Just talk about it. Talk about normalized poo ones and twos. <laughs> Did you do a poo today? A couple, yeah. Sure. I haven't. None. I probably, what? I mean, I might. Yeah, I don't do it. I don't always go every day. That's not probably healthy. Well, it's me. <laughs> Drop a couple of big and stinky ones, my man. <laughs> do it for the audience. <clears throat> Back to the book. Back to the book. Sorry for adding that detail, but I think it makes the book more real and beli- believable. <laughs> so just what we were talking about. Thirteen so year old predicted exactly yeah. what thirteen year old you had your finger on the pulse and the, so and heavily. J.K. Rowling never apologized for giving you detail. She was never like, mm. sorry to add that detail, but this author does consider it potentially offensive. So he yeah. says sorry for adding that detail. I like that you're disassociating yourself from yourself here by saying this author. I also like you're delineating between yourself and J.K. Rowling. Yeah. I like that. Make yourself a more credible author. Thank you. Back to the book. Seriously, in the actual Harry Potter books, you never hear at any point of a single character doing a poo or even let alone a wee. Even let alone a wee. Makes me really sad that I'm having similar thoughts to a 13-year-old at this stage. Back to the book. Also, so far, like... Nothing to do with Harry Potter in this chapter. It's just about a kid that was yeah. pooing. But anyway, yeah. we might... Not even Harry Potter pooing. No. Just a kid. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he's grown past the need for it. And who knows? You have to assume they're doing them, but we never get any details. So, in this book, from time to time, to help paint the picture, I think it's a good idea to include the poos, wheeze, and even occasionally poo-wheeze, where you poo and wee at the same time in the chapters. I, for one, a I do poo-wees all the time. <laughs> I actually can't not. It is, because though yeah. I've said this before somewhere, maybe on a different podcast, the muscles, at least for guys, they're very linked. Yeah. If you're pushing one, you're pushing the other. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm not at the <clears throat> urinal about to shit myself. <laughs> no, but sometimes if you're doing a wee, you might fart. Yes, you correct. You notice that? 
and that's or feel tough. One. That's tough. It's embarrassing in public. That is right. Uh, right in, guys. Stories to tell about that one. <laughs> that's an off air chat. Cut that. <laughs> make probably a note. Probably 19... have to cut half the podcast <laughs> yeah. so far. 1942. Make a cut. Thanks, Mike. Oh, Do you Pat. actually want me to cut it? We'll talk about it later. Okay. <laughs> okay. Back. I'm so sorry about that. I Your get phone, his sometimes. phone's just rung. Fuck me. Feel I'm free so, to check it. No, I really don't want to. Okay, I'm well, really invested in this book. That's all right. It's a good read. Cut that. I didn't, I didn't even know there was a name for pooing and weeing at the same time, but apparently it's Pooey. poo-wees. They're very inventive, <laughs> much like the, the, the Team Wizard tournament. Back to the, the book. book. The boys had no idea what the first task could possibly be, and they were hanging out waiting for the lunch orders one day when they... (laughs) The lunch orders! That is such an Australian reference, and it takes me straight back to walking down the corridor. Two kids are tough. The paper, the brown paper bags with with the orders written in them and $2.50. And the rich kids had themselves bags that had a template on it. Yeah. That had the names yes. and what they wanted. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah, fuck those like, kids. But that was back in the day where like you'd get a hot dog lunch order. You'd yeah. put $2.50 in your bag and you'd get a lunch order. That was like magic. That's crazy. The fact that your bag came back with food in it. I know. Just putting coins in it. That's like tooth fairy kind of stuff. It's tooth fairy stuff. Yeah. Wow. So the boys life. are waiting for the lunch orders. The boys are waiting for the lunch Do you have orders. lunch orders at Hogwarts? Because it's not like... Mm. It's it's a boarding school. You'd assume food is provided by the school. You don't have to pay for food. <laughs> Providing it via lunch orders. <laughs> Maybe they still do the lunch orders, but instead of putting in sickles, they just leave it blank. Yeah. But they like to make the kids still work for it. Not everything can be magic. Otherwise, yeah. you won't know any worth of anything. Yeah, anymore. that's true. Magic makes everything easy. They need to learn the hard Their way. A 10-year-old Mike knew that. Yeah. <laughs> I just love... I feel like... That day at school when I wrote this, I got a lunch order. And like a lunch order was like a big deal. You're like, oh my God, I've got a lunch order. You wrote this at 13, did you not? (laughs) Yeah. You shouldn't be getting lunch orders at 13. You're too old for that. You reckon? You're in high school. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Oh, because they had a canteen at high school. That's true. Sure. I'm just worried about you as a 13-year-old now. Getting lunch orders. Yeah. So- sausage roll and chocolate milk, please. <laughs> You're the only kid at the start of maths class that was putting his hand up with a brown paper bag. <laughs> bringing the Take, tub. go pick up the lunch orders. <laughs> All right, so the boys are waiting for the lunch Back orders. Back to the B- book. BTB. BTB. The boys had no idea what the first task could possibly be, and they were hanging out waiting for the lunch orders one day when they saw a strange boy in a green uniform that wasn't the Hogwarts uniform. Now, this boy has been mentioned a few times before. In fact, okay. in a previous chapter, the author, the narrator actually said, uh, there was this boy, but we're not introducing him until a later chapter. This might be that chapter that was spoken about. Another strong literary technique. Yeah, foreshadowing. BTB. <laughs> BTB, guys. He also had a yellowish wolf next to him. This boy had been mentioned a couple of times oh, throughout the book. <laughs> it's like 13-year-old I'm Mike. I'm still there. He's <laughs> the same man. This is how you know I wrote the book because my mind's like, yes, this is, I do remember this. This is so weird. <laughs> this has happened a couple of times now and it's freaky. Anyways, BTB. He also had a yellowish wolf next to him. This boy has been mentioned a couple of times throughout the book and now he will finally be developed into a character and you'll find out just who he is. Amazing. G'day, mates, the boy said. Oh. Did you not just feel immersed there? I did an I accent. I did. That was a great accent. No, I know I've got an Australian accent, but, but I enhanced. enhanced it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. BTB. And, well, 
I'm going to call it now, does this mean that Dingut's School of Hocus Pokery is in fact the Australian Hogwarts? Holy smoke. So instead of getting our letter from Hogwarts, we would have gotten our letter from Dingut's. <laughs> we would have gotten it on the back of the lunch order. <laughs> With your pasty. Hey, mate, you've also been accepted into Dingguts. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Cheers. It's Professor Dundee. Yeah. <laughs> Being a pair of bloody bloody boots, mate, you'll be working hard. Hey, <clears throat> B2B, we B2B. need to get back into We've it. Got to get into it. There's people that want this book. Yeah. There's people that don't. There's, there are people who come for everything but the book, and they don't get much. So I feel like we've got it. Anyway, BTB. We're just playing both. We'll play 50 Play for both today. audiences, yeah. BTB. He would have been about 15 or 16 years old. He had brown hair and an accent that sounded either Australian. <laughs> but there's nothing that follows that sentence. It just says either Australian. You just, you couldn't think of another nationality to give him. He just got stumped at Australian. He's either Australian you're Australian. <laughs> that's, just, that's just it. So either he was either Australian or. Oh my! Know. I'm starting to think he's Australian. <laughs> BTB. BTB. <laughs> Who are you? Said Michael. That's me. That's you in character form. Because so I'm also the author, but that's the character of me. Right. Okay. Mm. It's much like Jackie Moon in that movie, uh, Tropic Thunder. Not Tropic Thunder. Uh, Come on, Semi Pro. I thought you. Were that was like a Sailor Moon character. Oh, okay. Like, oh, We're Sailor pages. Moon based on a real person. Talking about a man that managed and played in his own basketball team. That's but cool. It's movie. it's more like um, I'm trying to think of a better better. It's like Jerry Seinfeld in Seinfeld. Yeah, like okay. he played a version of himself, but it wasn't you know semi autobiographical. I think is the term. That eponymous. is. <laughs> Great word. Someone define eponymous and tell me if I used it correctly. <laughs> and even if he didn't, just let him have this one. Yeah. BTB. BTB. Who are you? Said Michael. Yeah. And why are you wearing a different uniform? The boy sort of looked like a crab. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to ask what questions. What does that mean? I'm not going to ask questions there. He looked like a crab and that's a great playground insult. The name's Dylan. Oh, gosh. Why you get... Okay. This is sounding awfully sexual. So his name's Dylan. <coughs> yeah, but his last name is Dylan Dilderoni. <laughs> and I just, you know where my head is. And it's not in the house with you right now. It's in the and, gutter. And it's Dylan with a Y. Oh, right, no, so it's Dylan no. and Dilderoni with a Y. I've read ahead. My, I've read ahead. <laughs> for fuck's sake. Okay. I'm trying to have a career here, man. You me reading this. I'm going to go from the top here. The name's Dylan. Dylan Dilderoni. But you can call me Dildo. <laughs> with a Y, the boy said. And this is probably the day I found out what a dildo, what a dildo was, yeah. but I didn't quite understand it. Like, I was like, oh, yeah. dildo, that's funny. Yeah, it's a phallic-shaped <laughs> object. But you didn't think about the repercussions of what that thing would go ahead to do. And you know what? We all have that friend at school called Dylan who your brain kind of naturally goes, oh, yeah, Dylan, dildo. Like, that would be the nickname, but then you realise that that's inappropriate. Shout out to Dylan B right now. Is and he, I've name? just seen him on the weekend. Yep. You'd be, be like, Because it's like, you know, a lot of people get, you know, like Pat, sometimes I call him Pado, right? Pado. Dylan, Dildo. But Mike-o. then you're like, ooh, yeah, Maiko. I get that a lot. Please Radio never. Radio Maiko. <laughs> Please never. You'll see us in public. Don't never. call us Maiko. The Maikos. <laughs> uh, BTB. 
BTB, Dylan Dildo Dilderoni. <laughs> the boys all laughed. Wait, so your name is Dylan Dildo Dilderoni, said Luke? That's right. <clears throat> Sorry. That's right, said Dylan. I'm an exchange student from Australia for the semester. Just doing a year abroad. Mum and Dad thought it'd be a good idea. What's all your names? <laughs> Honestly, said Rob, it's no point explaining our names. You can just call us the boys. <laughs> eponymous. It's really good. It's really eponymous. Really good. So, I love how you're doubling down on eponymous, by the way. But, Triple but, down but, even. But, but that's like if me and you, if someone asked our names and I was just like, hey, no point explaining. Just call us the mics. <laughs> it's like, okay. Hey, the mics. <laughs> you wait for the podcast spin-off that comes from this now. <laughs> the, the mics. <laughs> right, oh then, said Dildo. How's it going, the boys? <laughs> oh no. What? I gotta I gotta say a cuss word now. Oh, okay. You've written in a cuss word. No, it's a it's a I'm not gonna bleep it. Don't, no gonna, bleeps. We no don't bleeps. Bleep. There's no breaks yet. No we bleeps. bleeps. Shut the fuck! <laughs> Shut Said up. a fifth year called Chechley Chambocolus. <laughs> Definitely Greek. Definitely Greek. What is occurring in this book? Shut the fuck. Okay, I'm trying Shut to read the, the book. Fuck, dildo. B to B. Chechley Chambocolus, who was studying next to Dildo, but the boys killed him and moved on. A fair assessment of the scenario. With a name like Chetley Chambocolus. <laughs> I like the name Chetley. Yeah? Do you reckon that's Chetley? No, Chet- not Chetley. Ah. Oh. Chetchley. <laughs> oh, that changes everything. I like Chetley as I well. I don't like Chetchley. Sounds like a nice tea brand, Tetley's. I was but thinking is Chetley, you know Chet Faker? The I know Chet Faker. Is his name Chetley Faker? <laughs> Chetchley Faker. Thank <laughs> you very much. BTB. <laughs> what school are you on exchange from then, said Michael? Sorry, I did an Australian accent, but that's you. Yeah. Well, I've come from Australia's best wizarding school of all time and one of the best schools in the entire world. Dingut School of Hocus Pokery, said wow. Dylan. So in Australia, they call magic Hocus Pokery because yeah. it's like Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Dingut School of Hocus Pokery. This is probably the first time you've written something that isn't a direct derivative yeah. of the books. This is like you're going off script now. Well, we know that in... In a, in Fantastic Beasts, the movies, the American school is called Ilvermany. Right. Did you know that? I've been watching your videos on the movie to ah. not go see the movie because ah. I knew it was going to be terrible and I actually waited for your TikTok on it. Oh, thanks, man. No worries. Thank you You're for the your best. service. Yeah. You're the best. You're the best. BTB. BTB. Whatever. <laughs> the boys had never heard of Dingut's School of Hocus Pokery and to be honest, it sounded pretty stupid. It sounds pretty stupid, said Sam. <laughs> Would you rather be at Dingut's than Wislow Dundee's school for your magic little... Mike. What is going on? Mike, there's a C word in here. Is there a C word? Mike. There has never been a C word in this Is this book. Is this the first beep? I will beep any C word. Okay, you. well then I can go ham on this one. Go I can ham. really go a hard yeah, T on, I'll the, on this. I'll beep leaping it. See you next Tuesday. Would you rather be at Dingut's than Wislow Dundee's school for your magic little... C- or c- <laughs> you wrote that. You I love wrote how that. there's now now people won't know because it was bleep, but there is a now there's the c word and then there's a, a female version of yeah. the c word. Same way, like some people say, like dude and dude that apply the same logic. Yeah, so take out the dude and add. C- <laughs> so is that another Australian school? Wislow Dun Wislow Dundee's. 
Where is this? I can't even see it. Oh, Whistler Dundee. Whistler Dundee school for your magic little c- or c- Yeah, a lot of bleeping work for you there. It's the most editing you've ever had to do. That is huge. Said Dildo, presumably referring to another Australian wizarding school. Oh, there you go. What the fuck is wrong with you, said Michael. <laughs> You've really just discovered swearing this, in this is week a, of writing. Yeah, this is the, a lot of cussing in this chapter. Everybody stood in silence for a while. Then Sam slapped Dildo hard across the face to the point where it left a red mark. Okay. <laughs> so they're just sitting in silence and mm. then Sam just goes, but harder. A lot harder just than <laughs> that. Oh, yeah. He was like real like aggression in that one. Uh, for those wondering, I didn't just do a clap. I slapped myself he in the face. He slapped himself in the face. Yeah. Beachy babe. So did I. Nah, I didn't. It's good. That's too, too, <laughs> too hand-like. <laughs> Beachy babe. BTV. So you're a wizard from Australia, said Tom. That's right, said Dildo. But in Australia, we don't call them witches and wizards. We call them wizards and hokies. Well, sorry. Uh, I've got to go back here. You've got to go rewind. The Baileys has gotten me. <laughs> we call wizards hokies and witches pokies. <laughs> and you learn magic just like us. Yeah, but over in Australia, we call it hocus pokery. And we go. call muggles the big fat cats. <laughs> So wait, rewind. In Australia, they call witches, they call wizards hokies yep. and witches pokies. Yep. And they call mug they just call muggles big, big fat, fat cunts. Cunts. Regardless of their weight. Not even cuttets. No. <laughs> Which is, defeats the Everyone's purpose of Wislow Dundee school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna be so excited about what Luke says to all of that. What does he say? Nice! <laughs> says Luke. I'm so sorry about this, by the way, Mike. No, it's okay. If it ruins my career, it's fine. That's it. It's that a good way fine. to go out. A great way <laughs> to go out. What's with the yellow wolf, says Tom? Why is there a go-go? My dingo spirit animal. Oh, my God. i got to rewind. Cut, cut that. Oh, cut that. It. I'll cut The it. Baileys. Why, this here is go-go, my dingo spirit animal. You see, over here at Hogwarts, you boys can bring an owl, a cat, or a toad to school. But over there at Dinguts, it's completely different for us. We can either bring a dingo, a croc, or a kookaburra. I gotta say, all those kids bringing crocs get eaten by about fourth year, says Dildo. Actually, one of the crocs became so smart and talented at Hocus Pokery that he actually became a student. He's in my year. His name is Dilo Dingadorius. <laughs> Dialer Dingdorius. <laughs> what do you reckon's better, Chechley Chungorius or Dialer? No, Chuckatopolis or something. <laughs> he was definitely Greek. <laughs> or Dialer Dingdorius. <laughs> I've got to side with Chechley here, but it's a real slim margin on that one. But also, just the fact that he's just like, yeah, you can bring a pet to school. One of our pets actually was so smart, he became yeah. a student. <laughs> it's like if Trevor Neville's toad. Just became a student at the school. No one would blink an eye, mate. No, crazy. No one would blink an it's eye. It's a magic world, I guess. you got to accept it. B to B. What the fuck is your problem, said Rob, frowning. The boy stood in silence once again. And did your parents actually name you Dylan? Dildaroni, said Lockie. I'll have you know that Dildaroni dynasty goes a long way back in Australia. I come from a long line of Australian purebloods, hokies and pokies, says Dildo. It's getting defensive here. <laughs> getting pretty upset, and yeah. Great. Dildo, why are you talking to us? Says Michael. Interesting. What do you mean? Says Dildo. 
Well, I find it difficult to believe in a book with as little detail as this one that an Australian exchange student has come to Hogwarts and has been planted into various chapters as a teaser to then randomly start talking to us like 15 chapters in. I'm assuming you have some bit of information for us or something that's going to reveal some cryptic piece of information <laughs> that will make it clearer to us as to why we have to do or something like that in any way. <laughs> Said Michael. Now that's a sentence. Yeah, really needed some uh, some apostrophes in that one. Yeah. That was tough. And he's he is ref- he's like critiquing the meta of the book. Yeah, it's like well, you, there's no way this book has such little detail. There's no way you'd be here unless you're going to progress the narrative forward. Have you been watching Moon Knight by any chance on ah, Disney Plus? I've watched the first app. Okay, so you really like there's a, there's a show about someone with split personality, right? Mm, mm. I feel like that's how you're writing this, <laughs> and sometimes. Something in you takes over that's like, this guy's an idiot. The guy that's writing this book and it comes out in the characters and it's just a little self-loathing. Just a lot of that going on. I also just love how earlier one of the characters just goes, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm just explaining who I am. Yes. Way to be as a kid. You must have been a tough, tough critic. Tough critic, yeah. B to B. I was just trying to read ahead to see which character I'm going on here. This is a long sentence. Oh, my. Oh, I'm sorry. I read too far. I saw come. I'm not excited <laughs> to read this bit. But here we go. I'm going to just do a, 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 an accent that kind of flows in between. I think it's d- dildo chatting. Okay. Look. I don't know anything, but what I do know is that 10 years ago at Dingut School of Hocus Pokery, there was a Team Wizard tournament where everyone who competed died in the first task. The first task was dragons, and since there has been a shortage in dragons in England because of dragon hunting, I bet my left testy and a leader have come that an Australian bull dragon will be the first task. You have to kill it. Cut it open and cook its meat into a burger for the judges. Actually, make it my right testy. I like my left one better, says Dildo. So, so, the fucking fuck, Mike. So, so he's saying what he, there's a shortage of drag. So the first task is dragons, like in Goblet of Fire. Yes. There's a shortage of dragons in England. So he's yeah. certain it's going to be... Bull an, dragon. Ast- an Australian bull dragon. Yeah. Oh, bull, bull dragon. Oh, they're about to continue this conversation. Okay, well, we might find out. More. I've got a feeling we've already hashed over this. Yeah. <laughs> he is betting his left testy, not his right one. Yeah, likes left the left. One. Oh, no. Oh, which he... one does he like more? Uh, his rear, he likes uh, the left one he better. He likes the left one better. And a yeah. leader of cum, which you could make a lot of babies with that. God, that's a lot of cum. 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 B2B. How much cum do you reckon you've cummed in your life? <laughs> Just think about it. Plead the fifth. <laughs> I'll plead the fifth on that one. <laughs> An Australian bull dragon, says Tom. Those things are 16 kilometres tall and weigh 100 billion kilos, said Sam. <laughs> you guys look pretty fucked, says Tilda. <laughs> this is Big Brother. Dildo for swearing. That's a $5,000 fine, said Big Brother. Qua- pause. Has Big Brother made it? Big Brother did appear in okay. a previous chapter for, okay. the, for the first time. Right so now, it just seems like the house, the the school, Hogwarts, yeah. is also a Big Brother show. Fan. How many more <laughs> chapters and books of this have you written? This is book two of seven. You wrote seven, seven books, books as a kid. Prolific writer. Like this is a how many? There is twenty three thousand four hundred words in this. It's big. Did you? 
pass anything in school? <laughs> English? Yeah. <laughs> These were the... Okay, I'm BTP. So Big Brother's back. Suddenly another voice came over the PA next to Big Brother. It was Harry. I love how everyone just accepts Big Brother as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, in a world where you can make things levitate with your wand. True. You don't think Big twice brother, about it. It seems pretty darn normal, <laughs> to be honest with you. Excuse me, all teachers and students and Big Brother. Just a reminder that Derek is a disgrace to all wizards. Also, this week for two points, I'm nominating Professor Granger. <laughs> so Harry is, have you ever watched Big Brother? Uh, yes. So Harry is doing a nomination for a victory. Sure. Apparently. I don't know. Anyway. Fantastic. Coming up to the last line here. I'm glad they added that. <laughs> that tidbit. When I say they, I mean you. I'm not you ever going to take the onus away from the fact that you wrote this. I don't care if it was 10 years ago. <laughs> it was 15, actually. Can I say, often the chapters of this book, I've realised, just end with Harry coming over the PA going, Derek is a disgrace to a wizard. And I think it's just me as a 13-year-old being like, how would you end this? Yeah. What, what would happen to end this chapter? Did you know a Derek back then? Nah, it, the name has changed. It is based on a real person, okay. Derek. Um, but I changed the name just I in like case. I like that you slandered somebody. Yeah. Just in case they come back and bully you or something. Just in case they, no, male. just in case they sue me for defamation or something. How could they possibly? This Call me a, 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 I called them a disgrace to all wizards several You're times right. in a public forum. You're right. Could get sued. That's MB. It's my bad. My bad. <laughs> NW, no worries. I'm going to try and deliver the best last line. Last of line of the chapter. Okay, this is a female character. <clears throat> Hello. Stay tuned for tomorrow's live eviction at 8 o'clock on Channel 10. Said Gretel Kayleen, the host of Big Brother. That was my voice of Gretel Kayleen. Do I you remember Gretel Kayleen? No. She was the host of Big Brother, like, at the time this was written. Take your laptop back. I don't want to touch it anymore. <laughs> so Gre- I said words I didn't Gre- think I'd say on air before. Gretel Kayleen comes into the book. She's the host of Big Brother Australia. And she says, stay tuned for tomorrow's live eviction. Wow. Mikey? Wow. What do you think of the chappy? Chapter. I don't remember much from the last chapter that yeah. we did together. <laughs> yeah. But I can guarantee that one was on a new level. It of good yeah. or bad? <laughs> or of so bad it's good? I think that the latter. Mm. I think we're really starting to see Mike quickly start mingling with different kids that talk <laughs> naughty stuff. Like, oh, yeah, I found a nudie mag under my dad's bed and there's a dildo in it and a girl has sex with it. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, dildos, Dildo I know what awesome. a dildo is. Yeah, yeah, I got one at home. Yeah. Yeah. And so can I, a few questions. Yeah, please, First one. Please. So obviously um, Dingut School of Hocus Pokery is our Australian school. That's correct. What, what do you reckon the houses are? Like Gryffindor, Ravenclaw. What do you reckon the Dingut's houses are? Something that rebe- resembles a gumboot. Yeah. I'd assume. Gumbushu? Gumbushu. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so good. I'll pitch them to Vegemite, you. Vegemite? Something to do with Vegemite, maybe? Vegemitis? <laughs> yeah, Sounds like a sense. terrible STD. <laughs> Something to honour Steve Irwin. God rest his soul. Crocodilus? Crocodilus. Something like that. That's really good. Yeah. I want to let you know that's really good. Thanks, man. I want to add two Whatever. more houses. Yeah. One would be around Andrew Gaze. The basketballer? The basketballer. Interesting. Okay. So do you, do you think in the universe of this book, 
Andrew Gaze was a wizard or did the the Australian magical community just love muggle basketball? They just really love, not basketball, just <laughs> <They> Andrew <laughs> Gaze. They just but how love. did they discover him? Like, is he, a, he's a muggle? Like all kids, Andrew Gaze came to their school uh, celebration <laughs> and when Andrew Gaze handed them the participation trophies, which definitely happened in my schooling, Andrew Gaze gave me my season trophy. Wow. It was a big moment in my life. I remember when I was in like grade three, this guy came to our school who was a wrestler or something like that. I can't remember his name, but he said he was in Scooby-Doo, the movie. (laughs) And then I looked, I had the VHS of Scooby-Doo and I watched it. His name was in the credits. He was in Scooby-Doo. That is such a flex. I know, but I can't remember his name or who he was. He was like a boxer or something. He's like, yeah, I was in Scooby-Doo. Crazy. What a movie to be in out of <laughs> all movies. He could have said he was in Shawshank Redemption. I'd be yeah. like, whatever. But Scooby-Doo, that thing yeah. was a masterpiece. Oh, amazing film. They when, filmed it yeah. at Movie World on the Gold Coast. They actually? I think they filmed it there. That's why there's the ride there as well. I love that ride. Love that ride. Backwards. Spoiler do alert. You, do you think Dinguts would have a house called Scoobius Dubious, even though it has nothing to do <laughs> nothing with, to do with anything? <laughs> or to, to do with Australia. Unnamed Boxerus. I was thinking Commonwealth <laughs> Games, something to do around the Commonwealth Games. Oh, yeah. We take too much pride in that. I think yeah, because we, we suck at the Olympics, yeah. but we're good at the Commonwealth Games. Yeah, because there's a really limited amount of people that yeah. compete. We're probably one of the biggest nations that compete aside from England. Not to take away anything from anyone that's won a... No, congratulations. You have. Um, one more thing. Please. Where do you see the book heading? <laughs> In your opinion, where do you see it heading? I can't believe there's five more of them. <laughs> I like That actually shocks me. But do you think the Team Wizard tournament, do you think the boys will die? Will they live? You know? It, it's strange because you managed to kill off a, a character in most chapters here mm. like that. Yeah. There's no build-up to it. It's no. just, we didn't like him. He's dead. So There's I no wouldn't respect be for life in this book, is there? Not really. So I wouldn't be surprised if the boys will be replaced with another set of boys. Mm. So I, yes, I'm going to put <laughs> my money on. They'll all die? Yeah, they'll all die because yeah. it doesn't matter. Mm. Death doesn't matter here. It seems like everyone's a number, and I think that's a real piece in society that you know, it's everyone's like treated as a number. Squid Game. It's like Squid Game. Treated as a number. 15 years before Squid Game. And finally, would you keep reading? If you weren't a guest on this podcast, you just stumbled across this book, would you keep reading? Find out what happens next. Pay me the picture of how I stumble across this book. Is it in a library and <laughs> yeah, suddenly yeah. there's like a book that's by itself, leather bound, maybe a couple yep. of cobwebs? Yep. Exactly that. Okay. You start reading, you get to this point, you're like, oh, you're like, this is interesting or this is rubbish. I think the, the leader of cum had me. <laughs> and so I think I'd have to keep reading to see yeah. if the cum comes back. <laughs> yeah, no pun intended. No pun intended. Yeah. I'm genuinely curious about the cum. Yeah. So in that regard, yes, mm. I would keep reading. Mm. That's okay. my answer. Well, there you go. Mikey D., can you do some plugs for all your stuff that you plug? <laughs> that you want to plug? Uh, sorry, you just talked about dildos and gum. <laughs> you talk about plugs. <laughs> my brain is just, that's where my brain is. You put me to the gutter. Oh, sorry, man. Uh, my name is Mikey D. I'm a sensitive soul. Don't comment mean things on my Instagram or TikToks. Mm. Uh, oh, what? and now a phone the call. The phone's rung again. Let oh, me see. You get it. You get Let it. Me I'll my, start that plug again. My, yeah, start the plug again. Hi, Mum. I'm just doing a podcast with a friend. How are you? Yeah, I thought I'd check up on my favourite boy. My favourite? 
Mum, I accidentally just put you on speakerphone and that recorded. So now the whole world will know that I'm your favourite. Oh, dear. That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I won't tell Nikki. My favourite. Well, All right. Well, you have fun. I love you. I love you so much. Uh, this is your favourite boy signing out. Okay, favourite boy. Bye. She said it again. <laughs> Bye, Mum. Wow. And that boy. is possibly the biggest twist of this episode. Okay, I'll do but my plugs you, now. You have a brother, which is why it's yes. strange that she's publicly stated you're her favourite boy. Yeah, so the, uh, you can follow me at favourite boy on Instagram. <laughs> um, you can just talk to my mum about that. Mm. I don't think I want to plug anything at this stage because I'm so mm. happy that I'm my mum's favourite son. All right. That's well, huge. I'm going to just plug Mikey D. Graham on Insta. Yeah, and is it good. Mikey D. Official on TikTok? Yeah, Mikey D. was taken on TikTok, so I had to put Mikey D. Official. Yeah, the official one. Um, guys... Mikey, thank you so much for joining me. Come on again sometime if you game. And I'll see you guys. <laughs> and I'll see you guys next week. Oh, I had to think about it. Yeah, I had to think about it. See you guys. Goodbye, Homoras. Stay juicy. Stay juicy. Stay loose. Is that your thing? No. Oh. This episode of Harry Potter and the Boys was brought to you by Radio Mike on Patreon and the 20th Century Boy podcast. For as little as a dollar a month, get a bonus podcast every week at patreon.com slash radio Mike. And search 20th Century Boy on your favourite podcast app to hear more from me every single week. See you there. This podcast was a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to check out all our other content, stay up to date at radio.mike on Instagram, and get in touch, radiomikepod at gmail.com.